Hi everyone, and welcome to Season 2 of the Chicago Techies Podcast, a podcast focused on highlighting the voices of Chicago Techies and their experiences. This season, we'll be focusing on students looking to enter or entering the Chicago Tech community. I'm your host, Ceci Fisher-Bernitez. Thank you for joining us. On today's episode, I am joined by Cecilia Avila, Program Assistant at Breakthrough Tech Chicago. Hi, Cecilia or Ceci. I'm really excited to be talking to my tokaya right now. Uh, I, it feels like I'm talking to myself. I'm very, very excited to, 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 uh, for you to join me uh, in this week's episode of the Chicago Techies podcast. Um, I, I really want to hear all about your journey within tech, uh, how you're getting here, how you got here, uh, and you know, just your overall experience in tech. So thanks for joining. So let's dive her in. Um, why don't you start with your name, your pronouns, uh, where you're from and your current role. Yeah, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Cecilia Avila, pronouns she, her, hers. I was born and raised in Chicago. Um, I currently work for Breakthrough Tech Chicago as a program assistant. Uh, Breakthrough Tech Chicago is hosted within UIC. Um, and I currently work there part-time, but I am actually looking for full-time positions in software engineering. That's awesome. Um, so I'm assuming that you went to UIC for school. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, how, how, let's get let's let's go a step. Let's take a step back more to yeah. your high school experience. I'm I'm really curious to know about that experience. Like, where did you go to to high school here? So I attended Sarah E. Goodstem Academy, um, located in the south side of Chicago. Um, I was the first graduating class. So when I first attended, you know, high school, it was just just freshmen, um, but they were a different school. They had different initiatives um, at the time, or I think they still are. They are partnered with IBM and Richard J. Daly Community College. And so what they wanted to do was basically have students graduate with a high school diploma and an associate's degree. So yeah, when I was there by my sophomore year, sophomore year, they told me, these are the three career paths you can take for your associate's degree. They were all tech related. I had no idea what tech really was. I didn't know what any of the majors they had listed were. Um, and it's funny how the way they told me to choose, they gave me a sheet with the three majors and a little small description and then the pay. So, you know, being a high schooler, teenager, I was like, I have no idea what any of these actually do. So I just went with the most common, most paying one. And I said, I'll just do computer science. Um, and so then I started taking classes at Richard J. Daly College. Um, my ex high school experience is not the most common. Like um, the way that my classes were was I would basically go to school, get picked up in a school bus, drive me to a community college, take my classes there with, you know, either my peers and then like other college students. And then after that, I'd go back to high school, continue my classes. <laughs> um, but throughout that time, I was taking uh, math, calculus, um, my English classes. So at the same time, I was taking basically um, dual enrollment. So my classes would count for high school and college credits. Um, and so during that time, I was able to explore 
programming, web design. I was introduced to uh, problem solving because along with, you know, co community college, we were also partnered with IBM. So then IBM would actually come and do these activities and, you know, um, these challenge questions to like build the tallest tower with marshmallows and, you know, the common, you know, challenges they yeah. do. Um, so that was my first introduction to, I guess, tech. And yeah, and just overall high school. Um, That's crazy. I'm, yeah. I, I mean, I am really impressed. Like I didn't even know that a high school had like that, type of dual like program where you mm -hmm. can you know you get your you graduate with your diploma and an associate's degree that's awesome yeah unfortunately you know i was their first graduating class so a lot of the stuff that they were trying to do work around um didn't work out the first time so mm. i no, no, nobody from my class actually graduated with a high school diploma although we did have a lot of like college credit and if we wanted to finish our social's degree like we were probably like one semester away um wait, person said, wait sorry you said that you only graduated with a high school diploma not an associate's degree no just a high school diploma just Got because it, okay. yeah it was too much you know the first year that they were trying to figure out you know now they're doing it think you know it's going great but not when I was there yeah trial and error <laughs> it's okay yeah <laughs> All right, well at least but at least you did have some college credits to start with your college yeah credits. you know you um that's awesome um and also that it's all tech um I mean it makes sense there's stem there's stem school so it makes it makes sure mm -hmm. it, um that's that's really impressive and really exciting so I'm assuming you were and this is all your sophomore year when you started the college credits or, or your college classes or was it your junior or senior year so they started off sophomore and basically all the way to my senior year. Wow. I bet that was definitely at least good, right? Like at least it prepared you for like the, when you transition to full college classes. Um, so, which brings me to the, the next question, which is like, um, you know, obviously once you graduated, you had, a, you had an upper arm with the, with the uh, college classes, but did you know, I mean, obviously it sounds like you already knew right away that you wanted to continue in that computer science um, path, or did you at any point doubt that you wanted to try to change it up and start over or like, what was your, your, you know, your process? <laughs> yeah. So, um, once I did graduate, um, I was like, I can either finish my associate's degree or just take my credits and go elsewhere. Um, but at that point, I think I was just so tired of like, you know, since sophomore year to senior year being, in, you know, community college, I was like, I'll just take my credits and go elsewhere. Um, so I attended UIC and I am a first generation um, student. So there was a lot of things that I could have done better. And so I did struggle at first um, as I transitioned. Um, like for example, I didn't think that attending or applying as undeclared was a good thing or it was possible. Like for some reason I felt like if I uh, enroll as undeclared, I might be rejected or something, you know? So I was like, I already have my credits for, you know, and all these other work for computer science. I was like, I'll just continue that. And so I did. And it's not like I didn't like, I did like, yeah, I enjoyed the problem solving. I enjoyed, you know, my classes that I took. Um, but had I not gone to that high school, I don't think I would have ever done tech. <laughs> and so, um, so when I did start uh, college, um, 
it was so different. Um, I didn't really have anyone. So nobody in my family is in tech. Um, and then once I did start college, I didn't really have an advisor. It was general advising. So um, I was really low on resources when I first started. I felt like I was all lost and didn't know what to do. Um, yeah. But when I first started my classes, uh, when I walked in, it was a big hit difference for me. Like it was, it completely threw me off. Um, and I walked in and there was no one who looked like me. Uh, woman, Latina, just, it was all really, really different. Yeah. Um, and so I felt like it wasn't for me. Um, it intimidated me. It scared me. It made me feel insecure for some reason, you know, like, um, along with like feeling that way, uh, I also felt behind mm -hmm. because usually, you know, like preschool, high school, like everyone in your class is at the same level. And so when you go to college, it's like, well, you have people who are coming back for their second degrees. You have people who have different, all different levels of experience. Yeah. And so I already felt behind because like there's people who are head coded since like 12 and had all these experience that were like, you know, they had all these connections. I'm like, how do you guys are so like, how do you guys know this already? Like, shouldn't we all be at the same level? So I already felt behind. And I was like, maybe this isn't for me. You know, I was just, got caught in the whole, I don't know, I just felt overwhelmed. And so I did have to have like some changes. My first year didn't go great. I did have to seek like help, um, get tutoring. I was just like, I need to get together. <laughs> um, although once I did get together, I was like, I did think about like what other possibilities I could, you know, explore. Um, I wanted to, I did at some point want to switch to education. Um, but I was like, I'm already too into, you know, tech and I haven't even given it a chance. So I was like, if I first want to explore it, do it. If I like it, great, you know, and if I don't, then I can always, you know, explore teaching. But, um, but yeah, that was kind of my transition into college. <laughs> yeah, no, and I mean, that's... I, I totally get it. I feel like we, you know, I, I was also sort of first generation. Like my brother um, did go to a community college before um, before us. And, you know, he had a bit of an idea of what college was like. And and then my sister and I were the following that went to school for the, you know, we came from Mexico when we were 11. So we learned English, went to middle school here and high school here. So we were able to at least catch up with, with that. Right. Um, but then uh, we didn't know anything about what the transition to college would be like. So um, I didn't even know what I wanted to do with my life, you know, like when I was 17, like I, I, um, I think, you know, a lot of us are just not super prepared for the college experience because we don't know. Um, and not a lot of people in our family have done it before. Um, yeah. Luckily, you know, now we are those people that are going to advise our, our little like nephews or nieces or like our kids. But before, yeah, I can, I can definitely um, relate to that. And you know, you, you, you felt lost. And so did I, like, I think uh, when we, when we first um, go to school, it's just like a big shocker because your mom is not there making you like your breakfast and there's like, you know, and lunch and all of that, right? Like you're, you're doing it all on your own and figuring it out. But anyway, I completely understand. And especially like with, with computer science, 
I mean, it's a male dominated field and, Mm -hmm. you know, there is not a lot of people of color. So of course, like you are one of, you know, you are unfortunately someone that had to, to go through all those struggles. Um, So I can definitely, definitely relate. Um, So don't worry, you're not alone. There's, there's, (laughs) you know, there's so many people that have the same experience. Um, Yeah. Sadly, it's like all those people are like are different places. (laughs) So you can't all be in the same place. Um, Now for, as, as you, you know, kind of like, um, you know, got more and more, I guess, hopefully comfortable with, you know, mm-hmm. being in classes and kind of like, you know, persevering and, and you know, thinking that you, I don't want to, I, I, should I even be here? Like your, your insecurities hopefully changed. Now, mm-hmm. did you have access to like mentorship at all in college? Like, did you understand, like, you know, did, you, you, you mentioned that you did seek help, but I'm curious, like, what was that type of help? Like, did you find a mentor? Did you find someone that can help you out, that can advise you? Like, or what was that like? I didn't have a mentor. I think, um, I, I guess I, I don't want to say like that, but I, I kind of became desperate. Like, I was like, I need to find someone to help me. I need to get, you know, basically get it together. Um, so I did um, ask, like, um, what was it called? Lattice within UIC. Uh, they're a group that help students overall with different majors. Um, so I went to their advising because I didn't really have advising overall um, at the moment. But um, once I did like sophomore year, maybe, um, I did have an actual advisor, which was a professor. And she basically told me to like focus on myself. Um, I explained my difficulties, uh, stuff I was feeling and she was like, stop worrying about everyone else. Like, this is you, this is your, you are competing with yourself. And so um, that kind of just changed me. And I'm like, yep, you're right. (laughs) I was like, I need to stop, you know, comparing myself and, you know, all this other stuff, so. Um, that was basically the advising I had. Um, later on, we did, the college did get uh, official advisors, like full-time advisors, um, and they were more low, like classes and, you know, anything you needed help with. But I'd never really had like a true mentor, like to go to in a way. Um, I did go to my advisors for help sometimes or like what class should I take, but um, I think I kind of just grew my network like of friends within CS and if we had needed help or um, just general advice like some of us were different levels or you know some of them were higher up so I would be like you know ask them questions about like different projects or like classes or maybe even like internships stuff like that. Yeah, I, that makes sense. And I'm, I think I'm, I think I have heard of Lattice actually, and, and I've also heard of Las Ganas um, at UIC um, that are like networks that support like mm-hmm. you know students that are going through through different careers. Um, w- but I'm curious, was there like a specific like women in tech group at UIC or something that is like related to to support women that are going through t- in tech in tech that are wanting to get into tech? Um, they do have Wix which okay. is Women in Computer Science. Um, that is a student-based org, but I was, I did attend a few um, events, but I was not that involved. Got it, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like some of those are, can be sometimes helpful, you know, when you're, when yeah. you're going through, through this, but 
Um, in, during your time at college, like, were you a part of any groups or any like that helped you professionally to kind of develop your career? Yeah, so in college, um, I wasn't really part of any group and I only had my group friends who we kind of, you know, just hung out at the, you know, UAC had a CS lounge. So we all, we hung out there at the CS lounge. And at the time, the department had three organizations. Um, two were more technical and the other one um, was non-technical, but um, we all felt like we wanted to create more of a community-based organization that was opened or focused more on Latinx students. Um, so we got together and we were like, let's do this organization. So we uh, were able to form a community of Latinx and other underrepresented students um, to support each other academically and professionally. Mm -hmm. And so the org is called Latinx Organization for Growth and in Computing and Academics, so Logica. Um, <laughs> so uh, we started off in my junior year. Um, I served as secretary, treasurer, and then president, um, just because I was there since the beginning all the way to the end of my senior year. Um, it was difficult to start at first, uh, not gonna lie, there was a lot of paperwork and all this other stuff. And especially um, we started at a weird spot. Like, you know, we started in the middle of like the school year and then COVID hit and it was just like, you know, we kind of got stuck. Like once we started rolling thinking like, oh yeah, we, we had these events, um, you know, we kind of were faced with the challenge. But before COVID, we did host um, events like uh, resume workshops. We had companies like um, GitHub come, Starbucks, um, a whole bunch of other companies that came in and basically um, focused on, like I said, resumes. Uh, with GitHub, we did more of a, um, uh, what's it called? We did more of a mental slash imposter syndrome uh, workshop, just talking to different engineers and their backgrounds and just how they got there and how to deal with some of these difficulties. Um, but yeah, this was basically an organization that helped me create more of a community within the CS lounge or the, the CS department, sorry. Mm -hmm. And also grow myself as a leader, grow myself like with my skills and social, you know, socially obviously recruit and try to help other people and um again, academically and professionally advance yeah. ourselves. That's amazing. I, I feel like, you know, we student organizations are very important for students to be able to connect with each other and, you know, share what they've learned uh, or who their contacts are. So that's that's really, really exciting and really cool. Is that is that still ongoing right now? Yeah, it's still ongoing. Um, of course, uh, the whole virtual thing kind of all orgs were kind of, you know, yeah. had to figure out a way to stay connected and, you know, keep organizations or keep events going. But um, Logica is still there. Um, we do also like partner with the department and they do found us to go to uh, the Tapia conference. 
So we have fun presentations. Um, so Octapia is a conference um, that hosts um, birds of feather sessions. They have a career fair and other stuff for minority students. And we have presented twice for birds of a feather sessions. So we've um, actually gone to Tapia conference, done a whole workshop on organization and stuff that we can be doing to better grow our communities and um, just help other colleges as well. Because um, when you go to these conferences, it's like different people, like students from other colleges, students from uh, other states and then other professionals who want to join in and just listen in to what we're doing. Um, so that's how we actually met and connected with GitHub and you know they were interested in our org and we're like, yeah, we'll go visit, host an event with you and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, we've just tried to grow ourselves. Yeah, I mean, you had like your own your own mini chapter of uh, you know of like <laughs> Latinas in tech, but for all. Well, that's great. I mean, that's incredible leadership. So, uh, congrats on that. I mean, it, I mean, it, it's been a while, but you that <laughs> really shows like your intentions and and your your passion. So, um, I hope I wish you the best, and uh, I'm sure it'll be great. And and I'm sure when you go back and share your story with those students, you know, you're gonna share a little piece of advice that that is gonna be very very beneficial to them. So, how about any external groups? Were you at all involved with any other external groups during your time at college? Or like, I know that obviously Latinas in Tech didn't come here till 2018 because that's when we created it. <laughs> but uh, but I know that you know, and I wondered if like I know there were other organizations in the past like Women Who Code and uh, you know just other external orgs that you might have seeked? Did you learn about any of those when you were in school or did you seek anything outside of, of UIC? I didn't. Um, I don't think I was aware or that aware. For some reason, like I did hear like different groups, but for some reason I thought that I had to be like, you know, a professional to join or something like that. I wasn't sure if it was like for students. So um, as far as orgs, I just stayed with them like UIC. <laughs> got it no and like I'm only asking that because I uh you know with Latinas in Tech Chicago like I really want to make sure that we try to send the message you know to like you to like all the universities that are local to Chicago that they are welcome that if you that you don't have to be a professional to join Latinas in Tech Chicago like anyone can join anyone from high school even if they want to start that early um mm -hmm. they can come and come to our events and and learn more about the opportunities that we can connect you to um I still talk to I'm still a part of it of Latinas in Tech, but I actually rolled off um, as a leader now. I because I actually work now for Latinas in Tech, so I'm a program manager at Latinas in Tech, and I started um, last month or actually April. Um, but um, but I still feel like I'm a part of the of the leadership team just because you know honorary, I guess. But um, it's it's close to my heart. You know, we we made it happen with Yvonne, so. Um, I, I want to make sure that all every all students um, feel that they can come to those events. Um, now, I am curious to learn a little bit more about the experience, like once graduation was near. Um, you know, did you? How did you figure out what your best move was? Because I, I, I'm assuming that by now, like obviously, you're like set with computer science and and you're comfortable and you wanna 
transition now into into a role or potentially in as a software engineer or you know right now I know you're program you're a program assistant but what have you been doing you know to kind of figure out your next move um you know are you going to any meetups are you going to you know have you been leaning on events and people that you're meeting at events um to to come up with that next move yeah so um after graduation so near the end of graduation um I was nominated to be a fellow for Get Cities, um, Get City Chicago. Um, so that I actually got accepted. <laughs> um, but Get City Chicago is basically a fellowship that is funded by Pivotal Ventures. Um, they have a goal to support women and other marginalized genders in tech. Um, and it's basically a nine month, nine month program uh, where you receive mentorship, professional development, and at the same time, you are also conducting project-based research. So um, you are paid, you know, the cohort is placed in teams. Um, each team is attacking an issue within tech. Um, more specifically, mine is um, how might we um, get more women and other margin and other marginalized genders in tech um, and help them with that process. But with this fellowship, I was able to grow my network. Um, I had never been in like, so I don't know, it's just 20, it's a cohort of 20 individuals and they're all in tech within their first five years. And so I was able to network with them. I'm able to hear their stories, their backgrounds. And um, it's been awesome to hear that because I don't think I would have had the opportunity elsewhere like you know nine months together it's like you know you you know each other at that point <laughs> um but along with that I was also something that I was always like wondering about or like how do you even do that is um mentorship so like throughout college they were like oh you know try to get a mentor when you start working you know ask you know ask someone that you know and blah blah or like you know basically try to get one, you know, everyone needs one. And so I was just like, how do you even get one, you know? <laughs> but Get Cities, you know, yeah. thankfully paired me up with a mentor um, that aligned with my background. And, you know, I've been working with her for like, what, five months now, four months? <laughs> no, that's great. I, I am familiar with Get Cities a little bit. Um, that's that's mm -hmm. great. I, I, I know um, the director and have you know had conversations about partnering with Latinas in Tech too, and 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 trying to uh, advance the the mission. So I I love that. I love that this program is available now as well for for people that are being nominated and and and, learn, and take this opportunity. It, it kind of reminds me of my own past. Like I had um, when I started uh, when I transitioned into my career, I started a program with AmeriCorps. And it was a cohort of like, you know, 25 of us. And we were placed at different places in the city uh, because we were actually going into um, social justice and social work. And mm -hmm. I was placed at a school, but my colleagues were placed at Chicago Public Schools uh, or where other, uh, or pop, the park district. And, and we had all sites, uh, but then we came together on Fridays to do professional development work and learn about um, and, and, and tackle projects too. So we partnered with the Illinois Caucus of Adolescent Health, uh, my team, and we were supposed to create um, a, a project to, you know, help with the te teen pregnancies and things like that. So like, it, it was, it, it's very, it, it, obviously very different, but in a way it kind of yeah. reminds me that it's similar because you are a community, you build those networks mm -hmm. now. 
that now all of those people are even though you you feel like you might be at the same level or like same like entry level or even just new you know new people um they're they're all going to remain like your contacts for the rest of your life and I am still good friends with some of those people that I went to that cohort we're all in different places like some some of them do do did stick around with uh with social justice and and social work but some of us obviously transitioned to tech or or other uh, avenues but um I'm glad that you're going through that program it's it sounds like it's you know really promising and um it sounds like it's a great fit for you and, and now you have an access access to a mentor so that is within your field. Um, well, I'm excited to to hear then that, that you're looking into uh, trans once that you wrap up that role that you're going into computer science, right? Like you're you want to be a software engineer. So, what are you doing to prepare for that right now? <laughs> right now, so I've been so I graduated in December of 2020, and uh, the fellowship started in late January, but I didn't get a mentor till February and we kind of made this plan. So I told her my goal here is like, my first goal is land my full-time job. Like, um, so she was like, okay, well let's, she helped me come up with the schedule, come up with like things I should be doing. So um, I am practicing lead code. I'm applying. Um, I am trying to grow my network. So like, um, I attended Latinas in Tech Summit. <laughs> um, it's not my first conference, but you know, I I plan to keep myself um, connected. Yeah. Um, because I did attend like Grace Hopper in college. I did attend uh, the Tapia conference also my senior year. So I do enjoy those conferences and hope you know and plan to keep going to them. Um, but also I've been trying to like grow myself so practice lead code practice um just talking almost like interviewing and something that I always struggled with is confidence so that's something that like I'm working on Mm -hmm. and um and yeah just overall growing myself (laughs) yeah no are you so are you doing any like side projects for yourself where you're kind of like keeping you know, you're still practicing like your coding abilities and so that you can eventually like transition. I know because I know that sometimes during college, like during junior and senior year, since yours was a little different, you you probably didn't have access to like internships with companies, with tech companies Mm -hmm. to do, you know, like a a project or an app or things like that. So are you, have you been doing that on the side? Because if not, I have some recommendations for you, but let me, let me hear about your experience so far um, about that. Yeah. So I, I'm not done with these projects. (laughs) um but I my first one was I've been trying to basically build a website for my, like my portfolio um and then the other one that I was more interested in was um building a website for my family so my family owns a family bakery here in Chicago and so they opened in COVID <laughs> basically in 2020 and um so yeah there's a lot of like stuff that still needs to be done and right now they just use basically Facebook to get themselves out there but I think having an actual website where people can just like look at the pictures of past cakes and get inspiration and be like oh yeah I want that one or you know stuff like that so I just want to build them a platform that you know can showcase their work and people can go and see 
Well, that's amazing. Cake okay. day one, well, fun guy, you know. Yeah, I want to I know what this is. What's the bakery called? Uh, it's called Don Pan Bakery. It's oh on God, I love Cage it. Park. I love it. Don Park, Don Park, Don Pan, huh? Bakery? Don Pan, Don Pan. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. That, I mean, that sounds like a great project. I mean, eventually, like, you could probably do a lot of different things for, for that site. Um, That's awesome. I'm yeah. glad that you're, you're, you're building your portfolio, you're doing that stuff. Um, if you're interested, um, there are also, uh, you know, before my time at uh, Latinas in Tech, I used to volunteer mm -hmm. or work for Code for America. And they have also like local chapters. So they have one here in Chicago called Code for Chicago. And they uh, are basically all volunteers that work at companies and they meet on Thursdays. And they get together and help um, build websites or apps to for either nonprofits or like Um, you know, low income communities. So that's also another another option for you if you want to connect with other entry level engineers that are also looking to start building the portfolios. And some of them are already like seasoned. Some already are like older that are have been in the industry for a while, but are helping and, and build these pages. So definitely check out codeforchicago.org. Um, they meet on Thursdays. And I, I myself have been a little bit involved, but been MIA for a while. Uh, I will be helping though with their social media, but it's just, you know, with the summit, I was super busy with work, so I couldn't attend the meetings, but I'm looking to, to start over attending those meetings and, and start getting more involved with them. But that's a great organization. I know that recently we, we had a project with, um, with the uh, Chicago Food Depository to create a, a, an interactive map to help them um, kind of like I think it was more for information about where their, lo their locations and things like that, where there's drop boxes and things like that. So um, that's definitely something that you should totally check out if you're interested. Um, so as far as like, yeah, I, I feel like you have been, you know, you have been feel like dealing with a lot and going through a lot of different challenges, <laughs> challenges in school, challenges, you know, as you start, as you transition. So I am yeah. curious to, to know what is the most challenging thing about your transition from college to now, you know, looking for that full-time role, what's been the, the struggle that you are seeing? So this is the struggle for me that I think it's, you know, that's my fault, you know, but um, because I dealt with this, you know, little, side of my imposter syndrome and like you know being that confident or like doubting myself sometimes my biggest mistake was not applying for internships in college that was my biggest mistake and for anyone listening <laughs> please apply uh don't be afraid so the reason I didn't know <laughs> the reason I did not apply was because like I would take classes and then be like, mm, you know what? I don't think I'm ready yet. I think I should take this class first and then I'll apply to be more ready. And basically it was a cycle of like, oh, wait, maybe I should take this class and then apply, you know? And at the end it's like, well, you know, time's running out, you're not applying and, you know, got to the end, then you're here. Um, but I failed to realize that that was a time that it was okay not knowing enough because I was still a student. Like I wasn't, you know, I hadn't graduated. So like companies didn't expect so much of me. And that was my chance to actually learn more and get that exposure of the workplace and just grow my skills and build on what I did know. Um, so that has been my 
biggest mistake slash struggle um, because now that I am actually like looking for full time, not having that experience is, I you know, pushing me down because like if all I have is projects, then, you know, and no actual work experience, it's not that, you know, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. And that's, I mean, that's unfortunate because I feel like a lot of, um, a lot of like women of color are on that same boat because we, and I don't know, maybe this is like a new thing, but like, I don't think um, a lot of, a lot of like in, you know, computer science students are super aware of how this is so important. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. I, I I always wonder like what is the best way to make sure that students know that this is that this is a must that you should do this that you take advantage of that and not be afraid because you will be learning a lot. Like you know you are not expected to know everything. You're a junior or a senior in high in mm-hmm. in, in uh, college, so you're not expected to know all the rules and and all or all the things. But um, I definitely hear you. Even 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 in you know not related to tech, but even as a, a as a different you know humanities major, like you don't need to. Um, you, it's important to still apply for, for internships to get some work experience, not just, you know, to go into tech for any, any major should be applying yeah. to have internships. And I don't think we put an emphasis on that in college. I don't think our, our, our colleges are equipped to tell us that. Um, so I definitely um, empathize and, and kind of, you know, feel for you because I think I was in the same boat too, but I mean, obviously mine is, my stories are the difference since I transfer, I transitioned into tech, but um, but yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully this experience though would get cities and, and eventually, you know, and your, and your side work and maybe some volunteering can, can open a few more doors, um, to, to get for, to get you that, you know, that entry level, um, software engineering role that you're looking for. And I mean, also don't be so quick to discard, um, apprenticeships and that you can still can, or, or or internships uh paid internships that you're seeing now mm-hmm. it's never really too late I mean obviously ideally you would want to start already as a software engineer but sometimes it can take a little longer to to make it but don't be discouraged and and definitely keep going because si se puede. <laughs> yeah um, and it is something that you know fortunately thanks to Breakthrough Tech um I was able to get a internship I don't know it's basically a three-week mini internship so um I started working for Breakthrough Tech Chicago in April and I was supposed to be a coach for um, a cohort that was going to basically sprint turn for a company um but it didn't go so well for the team um one student couldn't basically do these sprinternships. So they were like, do you want to jump in? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, like I'll do it. So I did it. And for these three weeks, I sprinterned or interned at um, a company that thankfully I was able to like have that experience of an internship within three weeks, but still build a whole project. So like first week research, second week, you know, actually start building you know, third week completing it, presenting, you know, it was the whole, it was really, con- you know, it was really condensed, but like, um, still got a feel for it. Awesome. And uh, about that, like what language was it written in? Um, Python. What are, like, what are you, what languages are you familiar with? Um, Java, Python, 
um, a little bit of JavaScript, but um, yeah, the, when the, the like the sprint turns, um, the company wasn't like, you need to know this, this and this, you know, it was kind of like, here's a problem. Here's how, you know, you can solve it, you know, do your research. So basically I had exposure to AWS services. Um, I had never worked with them, but you know, it was my first time and um, it was a great experience to, you know, you don't really get to like explore, I think, <laughs> AWS unless you want to pay for it and stuff like that. But being able to work with it for a company and into a solution that will keep basically being used, um, we basically created the foundation and then they're just going to build off on that. Um, but yeah, that was AWS, Python is basically what I worked with. Yeah. Well, uh, just as a reminder, like make sure that you're putting all of that in your LinkedIn profile, <laughs> like because the recruiters, that's what they're looking for. You know, they're looking for people that have experience in Java and Python and C Sharp and all those. Um, and, and definitely like, you know, make sure that you're definitely branding yourself appropriately. I think you have a lot of potential for sure to to have to score a full-time role um as soon as possible. I know that you now you're part of the Latinas in Tech Slack and make sure you join the mm -hmm. Kenia Slack as well. Um, there's always people posting uh posting roles in there. Um, I know recently I posted like some apprenticeship for uh, an apprenticeship role for software engineering for um for Code for America. Unfortunately you have to be in the in the Bay Area for that, but um you know, like there's always opportunities that come up that are remote there. I know that Chase, JP Morgan Chase has their own, uh, American Express has their own, like, you know, and they're, and they op they're open for bootcamp grads and recent graduates, even if it's been in the last three years for recent grads. So make sure that you're always checking out um, apprenticeships and internships that are paid um, because you definitely need and deserve to get paid. Don't I, I would steer away from non-paid internships just because, you know, I mean, at this mm -hmm. point, it's, it, we've, we've survived a pandemic. We really need to get money. <laughs> we, need to, we need to get paid. Um, yeah. so I'll be on the lookout, too, for uh, openings. And if I know anyone <laughs> in the community, I, I mean, I, I know quite a few people in Chicago. So if they, if they have any entry-level positions for, uh, for software engineering, I'll send them your way. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. So I, I mean, I think this is, uh, this has been a great conversation. I'm, I, I would love to know a little bit more about um, your goals for the future and what you're looking to accomplish besides getting a job, right? Besides getting that role and, and becoming a software engineer. Do you have yeah. any like long-term like hopes and dreams? <laughs> long-term hopes and dreams. Um, I feel like <laughs> I almost haven't even planned ahead because I'm just like, so like, I need a job, I need this. Um, but at the moment, first things first, job. Second, I want to have this website, this project for my family's business done and working and build off on that for you know as much time as I need. Um, continue building my network, my, grow my skills, maybe get certifications, just grow myself overall because that should never stop do, you know, happening. So doing that. Um, and then I also just, I guess maybe long-term is I want to at some point explore teaching. I do want to give back. I do want to become a mentor, not a mentor. And well, yeah, mentor. Yeah, mentor. <laughs> I was getting confused with mentor, mentee. Yeah, I do want to become a mentor. Um, and then personally just um, get my own place, move out, you know, 
spread my wings and keep going adulting um <laughs> but yeah that's basically what's in for me um yeah. Well, I do have a friend that um, is, I believe she's born into cyber reliability engineering, I think, or DevOps, actually DevOps. Um, but she also uh, wanted to um, teach and she did. She ended up, she did her, uh, you know, he, she's, an, she's an engineer, obviously, and does her DevOps work. But she also um, is a, like an assistant teacher at Loyola and has been for a while. Um, I would be, I, I, I'm, she's open. She's incredibly open and, and, and really cool. So she would be definitely open to chat with you if you're interested. I can tell her to, uh, to, to connect with you and uh, share her experience and how she did it to become a teacher as well after her, you know, obviously she's a little older and has done already like, um, she, I believe she just finished her either PhD or master's, but um, she's, uh, she's, she works at, I think, Peak Six Investments here in Chicago. Um, I, um, and I think I can, I can put you in touch with her, uh, so that she can, so you can, you guys can chat. Um, awesome. Well, you know, thanks. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm sure it's not the same, uh, software engineering with DevOps and the the classes that she teaches, but I think think it'll be helpful for you, um, for you, for you guys to connect. I think that would be a good idea. Um, well, I mean, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much for sharing your story and and telling me about you. Um, I really enjoy getting to know you and I would love to stay in touch. And for people also that, that want, that might want to connect with you can, um, what's the best way is it LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, whatever email, uh, feel free to share. And then I'll, um, I'll share those on the show notes. Yeah. So I have LinkedIn. You can find me as Cecilia Avila, um, Instagram, Cecilia.Avila25. And then my email, clavila4 at gmail.com. Awesome. All right. Well, I'll put all that information in the show notes. Um, and thanks again for joining me. It's been really a pleasure and best of luck to you. I, I hope that, you know, by this time next year, you're already like a successful software engineer in tech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, and I hope so too, because I need to get <laughs> It'll happen, girl. Si se puede. It's going to happen. Sí. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Chicago Techies podcast. If you enjoyed listening, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review on iTunes. Let's continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us at Chicago Techies on all social media channels. Thank you again, and we'll see you in two weeks.